All right, day 193. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is John. And I'm Keith. Keith is back. Yep. Keith Finally. is back from the honeymoon. And remember, yeah. uh, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. We don't come to it primarily to look at it and see ourselves. Welcome back. Keith. Thanks, bro. Glad it feels good to be back. Yeah. I definitely enjoyed my time. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> Away, but it's good to be back. All right. Yep. All right. Jeremiah uh, chapters one through four. Where we at, Keith? Give Man. us a little bit of background. Jeremiah, second of uh, these three major prophetic books of Isaiah, uh, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel. And Jeremiah is this Israelite priest and prophet who's prophesying to the southern kingdom of Judah right. about God's justice and judgment. We know the message of the prophets. They gonna get it in. They gonna tell the truth. Right. People gonna not ain't gonna like it all the time. Right. <laughs> but Jeremiah is prophesying to Judah, and he's like, "Man, God's justice is coming. God's judgment is coming. Right. And I'm trying to warn you guys. Right. And he is this faithful prophet who's ultimately going to show that there's actually no solution, <laughs> right. except the new covenant. Right. Um, mm. And that has to come through Christ. And so we'll see that. But the yeah. new covenant meaning what? <laughs> the new covenant is, uh, yeah, the coming of Jesus. Right. The coming of Jesus and his work at the cross and resurrection. Right. And God uh, ultimately forgiving his people's sin and redeeming his people finally through Christ is the ultimate answer right. to all this stuff we see hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Right. And Jeremiah knows that. Yeah. Probably not fully, but yeah. yeah, he brings it out. And so the book starts off with God basically calling Jeremiah and saying, all right, Jeremiah, you're called. This is your mission, right? And yeah. a lot of times when we think of the call of God on our lives, we mm -hmm. think, all right, Lord, I just want to know what you would have for, for me to do. I just right. need you to be clear. Yeah. Call me. And we think of like this call as a badge of honor and yeah. something like, nah, I'm called and I know that I'm called. Yeah. Jeremiah doesn't feel that way, mm -hmm. right? And so throughout this book, this call that he's going to wear is not like a badge of honor mm -hmm. kind of feels like a sack of bricks on his back right mm -hmm. he just feels burdened weighed down discouraged he mm -hmm. feels inadequate like yeah. so many other people that have been called in the past and mm -hmm. god does what he does with everybody that he's called in the past right this right. is an adage that's been said over and over and over in christianity but i don't want its repetition to uh I or I don't want the fact that it's been used so much uh, to make us feel like it's any less true, right? Yeah. But God doesn't call people that are already qualified, mm, right? Mm -hmm. God qualifies the people that he calls, Amen. right? So God's going to call people to do this work, and then God will equip them to do the work the same way that God called the earth into existence, yeah. and then God filled the earth with the things that the earth would need to exist, exist for the same pattern yeah. with him and the same pattern with us. Amen. Yeah, yeah, what I love about the call, man, just briefly, is the fact that God is like, yo, before I formed you in the womb, I, I set you apart for I this. already know. And the thing that we see is, yeah, kind of like you said, um, he was reluctant and like Moses was reluctant, right. all that kind of stuff. But God had already made provisions for his before his people even had any problems. Right. Mm. Right. He knew that he was going to call Jeremiah way before they even sinned yeah. and rebelled against him. And you just see that like God is preemptive, right? He already has things in place for us. And he's just so good to have that kind of foresight and foreknowledge. Yeah. Yeah. The success of God's mission depends on 
God's resolve, not your reluctance, yeah, right? So absolutely. God is going to overcome his reluctance by promising his presence and all this stuff. And God says, all right, look, Jeremiah, you got this twofold mission, right? Yeah. Through my word, right? God's word is powerful. It's mm-hmm. going to tear down this nation, but yeah. it's also going to build up, right? And so then he, we see these two things He's like, yo, I had a vision of an almond, and God said he's going to watch, and then a boiling pot, yeah. and yeah, judge, what What do those? Yeah, just things? the imagery, um, you're going to see that a ton, the imagery. So um, the, the boiling pot is tilted from the north to the south, right? and ultimately, always in the prophets and in the Old Testament, the judgment that comes is usually from the north or the south, right? Right, Because the promised land extended east and west, right? and- the north is Babylon. Babylon right. was to the north, and they are coming down to Jerusalem. And over and over and over, you're going to see this from the north, from the north, from the north. And they are going to be God's means of justice to come. And the almond tree, it's uh, diverse interpretations, right. but um, God's word is ultimately going to do what, what he, he says he's going to do. do. Yeah. You know? And so the almond tree will blossom first in spring, and its fruit will come. Yeah. And it's, it was sure to do so. Right. God's word is the same way. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Chapter two, yeah. we we get in, and um, it this chapter just starts off with God saying, "I right, listen, mm-hmm. y'all have turned away from me, but God's gonna ask, God's gonna say, yo, what fault did y'all find in me? Yeah. What did I do wrong?' Yeah. And God's not saying it like he would, like it's not like God got." fired from his job and god's like yo what did i do wrong i mean right. i know i showed up on time god's saying it knowing that he didn't do anything wrong yeah but in his question he's exposing this yo the the fruitlessness or just the foolishness of people that turn from him yeah like he's gonna say at the end like yeah. yo y'all left living streams to dig out uh these broken cisterns that don't mm. hold water y'all are working hard mm, and mm. you won't be satisfied by your idols and yeah. god saying yo i've done all the work to satisfy you and it yeah. just shows the kind of the the like foolishness of yeah. sin the deceptiveness of sin for us to mm, turn our backs on a perfect god for yeah. imperfect substitutes yeah what fault did y'all find in me he uses a question to make a statement. Right. And me and right. Jasmine talk about that. Like, yo, don't use questions <laughs> to make statements, sweetheart. Like, <laughs> yeah, just say what you're going to say. Um, so you didn't want to clean up today. It's like, yo, just say it. Help me clean. All right. Um, so God is, does that. And he's like, it. man, I'm perfect, man. Like, yeah. I'm righteous. I'm holy. Like you said, man, there's nothing you can uh, find in me that is wrong. And yeah, Israel thinks they're innocent. They're like, yo, right. I'm innocent. His anger should have tur- turned away. Certainly he won't judge, right? Uh-huh. And it's like, yo, just the delusion, like you said, of sin yep. that makes us, yeah, that hardens our hearts and our consciences mm. um, to believe we're innocent before God. Chapter three is the craziest. <sighs> this is the craziest chapter. Yeah, I just really like sat with this and was just so floored by the way God explains things. And man, he's just saying like, yo, if a man divorces his wife and she leaves him to marry another, can he ever return to her? Right. Wouldn't such a lamb become totally defiled? But you, you have prostituted yourself. Uh. With many partners, can you return to me? This is the Lord's declaration. And God is going to say all throughout Jeremiah that you guys are like prostitutes. He's going to use this strong language because this stuff is serious, yeah. right? In the same way that, you know, we would be grieved and hurt 
if a spouse <laughs> prostituted themselves yeah. with us, God Picture is like, on the wedding days, the like vows, yeah. right? You saying, "I, right, yo, I'm gonna love you. I'm gonna care for you for yeah. better or worse," and your spouse in front of everybody says, "I right, listen. I'm gonna mm-hmm. cheat on you, and I'm gonna continue to cheat on you." And regardless of how well you love me, I'm going to continue to cheat on you. Oh, man. Do you still want to get married? And God's saying, yes, a mm. hundred times over. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Which is crazy <laughs> when we talk about yes. the love of God, right? This is what we mean. Like, yes. Jeremiah is not just this book where it's going to harp on the injustice mm. of the people, but seeing that God sees idolatry as adultery. Idolatry is adultery, yeah. And then he sees this person who's not just committing adultery because she gets swept off of her feet. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah 3 is, it says, yo, like, you were insatiable. Mm-hmm. You were just out there. You, you didn't have the like fresh face of somebody who was new at this. Yeah. You were hardened. Your eyes were glazed over constantly looking mm-hmm. for another partner. Yeah. And and God saying, yo, but still, 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 if you come back. Yeah. And the thing, if you just yeah. a- acknowledge that you're guilty. Yeah. yeah. In Deuteronomy 24, God is gonna say, yo, basically if a spouse steps out, right. you can legally divorce. Right. And he's gonna bring up that language right. here. Like, yo, I I wrote that law, so I technically could. But he's still, like you said, like his unfailing love, right. bro, to still call us back. Mm. And all he wants them to do is repent. Yeah. He's like, yo, just repent. He says, he says, hold up. <laughs> Acknowledge your guilt. Just say, yo, I was tripping. I was tripping. Yeah. And then he says in four, he's like, but like smash the idols too. Like, right. <laughs> don't, don't, don't just come, I'm sorry. And then go do it again. No, no, no. He's like, yo, say I'm sorry. And then Smash the idols as well. Right. And we see that like, yo, repentance uh, is necessary for reconciliation. Yeah. And God is like, man, just repent. And I love you so much. Right. But I'll take you back. Mm. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Father, we pray today that we would have that vision of your unceasing and unfailing love that motivates us to turn from our idols and run back to you, our true uh, and faithful spouse. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.